Hey lady, it's Dr. Dom here. If you like this show and you want to make your own, let me tell you about the free platform Anchor. It's a creation tool that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You can add songs from Spotify and create any type of content that you are looking for. Anchor will distribute it all for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On this week's episode in her space, when they're still on that level. So it gives me empathy for them, but also it lets me know I can't fuck with you if you're not willing to grow and learn, if you're going to continue to cause me harm and trauma because you're not willing to develop or even hear me out. Welcome to Her Space, a podcast dedicated to uplifting women like you. We're, We're your, your hosts, hosts, Dr. Dominique Broussard, a college professor and psychologist, and Terry Lomax, a techie and motivational speaker. In a world where Black women are often misrepresented and misunderstood, please join us as we initiate authentic conversations on everything from fibroids to fake friends and create a safe space where Black women can just be. be. Here we are. Season three finale. Season three finale. Unbelievable. Three quarters of the way through the year. Mm -hmm. So like we're going into like fourth quarter. So like if you watch college football, then usually when it's time for the fourth quarter to start, people get up and your school has their own special dance, their own special shout out. So we're going into quarter four. Yes. Damn. I know. It's crazy. You know what? We've been doing this for, what, nine months now. We've had this podcast lady for nine months. And if you've been tuning in from the beginning, um, hey, girl, we thank you. We appreciate you. But also, I'm just still blown away that we actually have a podcast. It still seems so surreal to me because this was just an idea. And I feel like we say that on every season finale where it's like, this was just an idea. I still cannot believe that we are here. Like, this is something we do every week. And this season not only did we hit 50,000 downloads, this season we also doubled that. And by the time this episode is airing, we have well over 100,000 unique downloads since starting in January. Lady, I don't think you fully understand how grateful we are to you. If it wasn't for you tuning in with us every Friday and sharing this with your family and friends and sharing this with your coworkers and whoever else wants to hear you say, girl, go check out Her Space Podcast from the bottom of our hearts, like for real, for real, Mm -hmm. we appreciate you. Yeah, I am such a big baby because I get so emotional. Like people don't have, like you don't have to tune in. You don't have to download an episode. You don't have to share it with people. You don't have to leave comments or leave reviews. And I think for us, like, I mean, I I would say that you probably feel the same way down. I think it validates our work. I mean, I think back to when we met at Hazel's and we were like, girl, I want to do something for black women. What should we do? And we were just like, well, I'm busy. You're busy. We both have jobs. Like, I don't know. We don't have a lot of time to do it. But sometimes when you just take the leap and we were like, we're going to do a podcast. And now we're at this point where, and this feels like it's just the beginning. I'm just like, whoa, this was yeah. so needed. And lady, I mean, you're you're showing up and letting us know that we're on the right track. So thank you so much for that. All the comments, all of the DMs, 
the stories. I mean, just the things that we hear. I'm just like, oh my gosh. So this episode, as you know, if you've been tuning in, this is going to be our season finale where we just showcase some of the highlights and things that stood out to us during this season. So the first thing that we want to highlight is to remind everyone that we have a wedding dress giveaway going on. So check us out on Instagram and you could be the winner of T's wedding dress. Tell us more about it. Yeah. So if you tuned into our episode on grief, I talked a bit about my grandmother passing away and a ritual that I've sort of begun in my family where we create legacy videos. And so long story short, my grandmother was such an instrumental part of my life and was also someone that helped out with my wedding. And she was so altruistic and she always just gave of herself and gave to people. And so I really wanted to gift my wedding dress to a bride in need. And that includes the dress, the veil, the slip, and it's worth over a thousand dollars and I'm giving away for free. And so if you visit herspacepodcast.com, you can click that little button right in the middle of your screen and you can learn more about how to enter that contest. It's super easy. We have not had a lot of participants yet. So there's a very good chance that you could win, but you got to act fast because the deadline is September 30th. So be sure to do that, lady. And know that even if you are not the person who is getting married, know that if you know someone, you can enter this contest on their behalf. We want to make sure that this dress goes to a loving, caring home. That's right. And as far as the highlights, so Dom and I, we interviewed a lot of guests this season. So we started the season off with an episode on sleep and why you should sleep and why it's important. Then episode two was about our, it was our anniversary. And that's when we released a bloopers reel, which allows you to see the very silly side of us. Yes. Yes. So if you haven't checked that one out, go on ahead and go check that out so that you can really, yeah, catch that silly side, catch those behind the scene moments of Mm -hmm. her space. Yep. And then we talked about five tips to help you get on track and find your passion. That was a really popular episode. We also did an episode on what to do when life comes at you fast. I think that was the episode where we, I was in Philly, right? Yeah, you were. That was the week of me going home for my grandmother's funeral. It was so chaotic, so dramatic, so emotional. And oh, damn, I remember I was breaking out really, really bad that week because I was stressed. I was in the hotel in Philly. You were in... San Francisco or in Oakland. Yeah. So I think you had to teach that night. Mm -hmm. So you had to work full time, then teach. We recorded the podcast. We made it happen. But it was like real life. Like, yo, we about to go behind the curtain and let you see exactly how this happens. And I feel like I was so all over the place mentally in the episode. But I think we were able to share some really good tips on what to do when life just throws you curveballs. Okay. Because the thing was, was that we really wanted to make sure because we had gotten to this point halfway through the year where we were consistent in putting out an episode every single Friday. And again, we can't thank y'all enough for listening and because that's what fuels us that in in that moment when we have so many other things going on that are pulling us, that we said, no, this is something that is meaningful, not just to us, but serves a purpose for a greater community that we need to figure out a way to make sure we get this out. Mm -hmm. 
That's right. That's right. Then we had episode five, which was how to become more assertive and why it's important. So in episode six, we dove into how to thrive as an introvert in a world built for extroverts. And that was another very popular one. Ladies were like, girl, you know me. You speaking to me. And I'm like, yes. (laughs) And we were speaking to so many people that we're going to have an episode in this final season of the year where we talk about social anxiety, because oftentimes I think part of why that episode was so popular is because people sometimes can mix up the difference between being an extrovert and having social anxiety and being shy. And those aren't the same things. So since we gave you the episode on being an introvert, we want to make sure that we provide you information on social anxiety. So tune in to a future episode of this season. Then we had my girl Rachel on. Rachel was dropping that knowledge about white supremacy and feminism. And that was another episode that women were like, oh my gosh, I didn't know I needed this, but I needed it and I got my whole life. And one of the quotes from that episode that Rachel dropped, she said, Christopher Columbus didn't discover anything. He just happened to see something for the first time. This concept that nothing exists until white people see it, that's white supremacy. Wow. She broke it down. She did. Yeah. I I remember I had a couple of people like text me privately like, damn, like I wasn't ready for all that. Yes. In her space, we talk about everything, like we said, from fibroids to fake friends and any and everything in between. So, lady, we want to keep you on your toes. We want to make sure that you keep coming back to us every Friday. So we we try to have a little bit of a range in the topics that we share and the guests that we bring on because we're all multifaceted women and all of the topics that we bring up affect all of us in some way. And white supremacy affects all of us. Whether we want to acknowledge it or not, it does. And so that episode just had me like, mm-hmm. yeah. Rachel's smart as shit, and I just love listening to her talk and reading her work. I'm just like, girl, you are so brilliant. And I think one of my favorite parts about that episode is how she shared the the resources that she provides. So if you are over it and you're like, y'all, I'm tired of having to tell my friends about you know, white supremacy or having to deal with these microaggressions or having to deal with this, she gives you a template on how to have those conversations because, as she stated in the episode, we shouldn't always have to walk around teaching people how to not be racist and how to not be offensive. You know what I mean? Right. So I, I love that part about, about that episode. And I think the the thing that stuck with me is something that I'd been thinking about for a while too, is this idea that we don't have to, it is not the job of the oppressed to educate the oppressor. Mm-hmm. And I have, since that episode, I have said that quote multiple times. Yes. That making sure that we understand that it is not our job to always educate the oppressor. If they really want to know, they can look it up. But one of the things that it also did for me was it reminded me that in communities that I am not a part of, even if I'm not necessarily the oppressor, in communities that I'm not a part of, it is not my job. It is not my place to constantly ask them questions mm-hmm. just because I'm curious, mm-hmm. I can go and do my Google searches. Yep. And so it was also like a humbling thing for me as well 
And so, and that's one of the things that I love about what we do is that every time we're share, we put out a new episode and we're providing information. I'm not just out here like, oh yeah, here, have this information because I'm this great person. I'm this expert. It's oftentimes a reminder for me of like, yeah, girl, this is where you need to check yourself too. Oh, hands down. I feel like I learned so much from the episodes. I mean, even when we're going over show notes or editing, I'm taking my own little notes. I'm like, oh, damn, I got to remember that for next time. You know, we get so many practical tools that we share, but we're not experts on everything. So we have the experts come on here so we can learn with you. So I think that's pretty cool. And then the other cool thing is we had another guest right after Rachel, right? Right. We had the Dr. Joy Harden Bradford from Therapy for Black Girls. And... Lady, if you are engaged in social media in any way, there is no way possible that you have not heard of Dr. Joy and Therapy for Black Girls because she is very active on social media. And so it was such a pleasure and an honor to have her as a guest on our show to talk about her journey. And one of the things that one that I appreciated was how she spoke to the importance of making sure that you give back that she had so many people that had poured into her along the way that she makes it a point to pour into other people, not just from a professional standpoint of being a psychologist, but that's part of what sparked her starting therapy for Black girls. Yes, that part. And I'm also, I was very inspired by the conversation, but also just by the life that she's built for herself. The Mm -hmm. fact that she is a you know a black woman she's an entrepreneur and she is she's doing her thing she creates her own schedule she has the podcast and all these other resources for women and i just i think that's so it's like an aspirational desire to be there one day where you can just create your own schedule you can do what you love for a living and you know get back to your community and make sure that you lady as you're listening that you check out therapy for black girls because one of the things that one of the reasons why we bring on guests on this show is to also like make sure that people are aware of the multitude of resources that are out there. And when we see dope women doing dope things, we want to make sure we put that out there that we show love. So with it, with our fellow black girl magic. Now on, let's see, we had episode nine and that's where we had my executive coach, Gurian Ty come on and Gurian Ooh, she was on point too. That was one of my favorite episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, now, first of all, <laughs> let me back up and let me say that as we were getting started with that episode, when we talk, when I talk about like that humility and that like, all right, I got to check myself. I got to like understand something like I'm not an expert in stuff. First of all, y'all, when you see Gurian's name, how many times did I have to practice her name? Because I wanted to make yeah. sure that I was getting it right. Yeah. And I was like, this is her name. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, I can't fuck this up. Exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then when we started talking about like fears and then like, I was like giving some of my like real life examples, mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, wait. Okay. I'm used to being the therapist, mm-hmm. used to being the one Outside of when I'm doing my own therapy. Yeah. Like, but used to being the one that's like helping other people exactly. out. And so like when it was this moment where she was like asking these questions and I was like 
being vulnerable. And even if it didn't sound like I was being vulnerable to those who were listening, talking about my fears, like that was a vulnerable spot. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. We're doing this. Yeah. I was glad that you were open too, because I felt like you could feel, well, I could at least, I could feel the energy shift when she's like, Hey, Dom, can I do this with you? And I was like, oh, damn. So I just got to sit back and watch. Like, okay, cool. I got to watch you two interact. Because when we, when I'm in my coaching session with her, that's all she's doing is asking me questions and encouraging me to grow and all that. So when you two did it, I was like, oh, this is so dope to be able to watch it live and share this experience with our listeners. So I thought that was really cool. And girl, as far as the takeaways, I mean, one thing that really resonated with me from that interview, you know, we talked about fear, how to make fear your greatest teacher. Mm-hmm. And the thing that really stood out to me was getting curious, like just yes. being curious in general. So, you know, I am learning. Okay. So there are a few things, right? I'm getting really excited. One thing we talked about was the narrative that we tell ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And I was in Chicago a few weeks ago and I had to like work with a customer. So I flew in real quick, very quick trip. And the funny thing is I got my hotel room. It was beautiful. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, it's great. I'm chilling, relaxing. And then all of a sudden I start to hear music and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I'm trying to do work. And I like to be in peace and quiet. I just really need a quiet environment to work. And so I called the front desk. And I'm like, hey, I'm hearing some music. You know what's going on? He's like, oh, they're having someone's having a private party. I was like, oh, okay. When does when do you think it'll end? He's like, 10:30. And mind you, it was like five o'clock, five or six o'clock. And I'm like, geez. So the thing about it is, my hotel room was right above the restaurant and bar, so I could hear all the motherfucking music. I could hear all the turn up. I could hear everything. Wait, you weren't trying to turn up on what was that? Like a Thursday night? You were it trying was to a Thursday. Turn up? I would have, but I had work to do. Uh, yeah, okay, I'm like, I, have so, okay, I actually I have you. so much work to do. I had just, um, like, you know, put on my PJs. So I was, I was like Ooh. in for the night for what? sure after flying all day. So I'm like, all right, bet. 1030 comes. Now I'm just sucking it up. I'm, I've got my headphones. I'm sucking it up. 1030 comes. I still hear music. So I'm like, all right, let me give them a couple more minutes. So about 10, 1050. I'm like, oh, let me call back. He's like, oh, it should be over soon. Girl, they didn't stop playing music until 2 a.m. So. I was talking to my best friend and then my husband at one point throughout that time. And I was just like, you know what? I was so into the narrative that I created. Like I was so, I was such a victim. I was just like, it's so loud. Oh my gosh. Like I didn't want to be the victor of my story. I just wanted to be a victim. And so I wasn't trying to get curious. I wasn't trying to find options or solutions. I was just embracing that moment. Like I'm just, woe is me. And sometimes in life, it gets like that where we are going through a situation and you're like, I don't want to focus on solutions. I wanted to be bratty. And I just let myself do that in that space because I was like the bigger picture, right? This is not a serious life situation. I'm not impacting anyone. I feel like being in a funk and I'm going to do that. And so it was an opportunity for me to potentially explore being curious and find a solution. But there were no other rooms in the hotel. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to be a brat about it. So... Right. And I remember because we were supposed to be recording oh, that night, yes, right? Yes, yes. Right. Yep. And and so you did have that moment where you were like when you said you called the front desk and you mm-hmm. they told you that that mm-hmm. time frame, but then you also you did advocate for yourself mm-hmm. and you were assertive and you said you knew you had stuff to do. You knew we were gonna be recording. And so you did ask for another room. So it's kinda like 
when life gives you lemons, mm-hmm. you figure out what kind of drink you want to make with it. Okay. You know, are you going to have some lemon water? you going to have yeah. some lemonade? Or are you just going to suck them lemons and be sour? Exactly. And I was being sour, right? And so this episode, I would definitely encourage you to check it out. If you are trying to figure out how to have difficult conversations with family members, I mean, Gurian gave insight on how to just have difficult conversations in general, whether it's with your in-laws, your partner, a difficult parent. So check out episode nine from season three. So then we move into episode 10 where we talk about death. And this is where we introduce our wedding dress giveaway. But Terry also introduced us to the idea of recording legacy videos. And you talked about your grandmother. Yes. There was a lot in that episode. There was a lot. And before the episode, it's funny. I was, okay, so this is a topic, right? And Dom knows this very well now. But anyone that knows me very well, you know, like, I talk about death a lot. And I actually get kind of giddy because it's very, it's like a very exciting topic for me because it's just, I have a different relationship and connection with it. And so before we recorded, I was like, Dom, are you ready to go? And she was looking at me like, bitch, if you don't calm down. Like, girl, we're talking about death. We ain't talking about going on the shopping spree. But I can just say, I, I was just, I was so grateful for you, Dom, that day, because it was such an exciting moment for me to be able to share this topic that I'm really excited about. And it's not just like, oh, let's talk about death, but how can we talk about it in a productive way? And being able to share my grandmother's voice with thousands of people around the world, she always felt as though her impact wasn't big enough. And even though she helped so many people and like she's just impact, she's influenced so many people's lives. The fact that we were able to honor her and share her voice, that was just so amazing to me. And then the wedding dress giveaway was also really cool. And I just thought that it was a nice, a nice way to like honor her and her legacy. But then also a woman, I forget who, but reached out to us on Instagram. She tagged us and she shared a video of her grandmother yes. and I was just like oh my god my heart like literally if that episode did not touch anyone else shout out to our listener that tagged us on Instagram I'm actually going to try to look for her name right now who tagged us on Instagram who shared it she was missing her grandmother who passed away and she said that she um she enjoyed the episode and she shared a video of her grandmother on her page and I was just like oh my gosh sis like that is so amazing the fact that that episode prompted that I just thought it was incredible so that was a fun episode to record it was a little emotional but it was definitely really fun yes and I I appreciate your willingness to share that with everyone because one of the things for me why I was like looking at you like are you sure is Mm -hmm. everything okay like the therapist in me was like hmm Like, do I need to have an intervention here? Because you were so giddy about it. And I think the thing is, is that when we talk about death, when we talk about grief, usually the conversation is very somber. Mm -hmm. And so you are probably like the only person I know (laughs) who gets excited about talking about it. So that was new for me. But Mm -hmm. by the time we got through the episode, you changed my perspective on the idea of like legacy videos and what that really means in terms of thinking about death. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cool, Dom. I, that was definitely a magical episode, one of my favorites. And then that moves us on to another episode that was very, very tough to record. Um, this was episode 11, which is the silent secret, 
the silent, maybe we'll keep that in there for blooper, um, episode 11, which is the silent secret grief of miscarriage and the pressure to become a mom. And that's where, I mean, I didn't even realize it until right now as we're talking mm -hmm. about this, that we literally went from one episode where we were talking about death to, so we we're talking about the end of life. And then the very next week, we totally switch it up on everybody. And we're talking about giving life. Mm -hmm. Like, we we just went complete 180 on yep, them. Yep, yep. Lady, thank you for rocking with us yes. as we move through various different topics. Yes. That, that episode was definitely tough. I thought we were going to have to take a break. I had some tissues ready, but it was emotional just talking about the miscarriage that I had and the infertility issues that I was dealing with and kind of walking through all of, you know, that whole journey. And then also my grandmother was like an important piece of that too, because she wanted me to have, she was excited and wanted me to have kids. And then she passed away before I did. And um, that was, that was, that was a tough episode, but I was really grateful because it touched so many women. Like people reached out and yeah. even, I even saw a guy post on Instagram. He had shared the post and he was like, because I, what I said was I posted something on social media after we did the miscarriage episode. And I was just like, I don't ask a woman when she's having kids. Like, just right. don't. That's okay. Not, and I, mm -hmm. it's not appropriate. And I, I share different um, just thoughts and perspectives around that and different ways that you can be supportive if someone does have a miscarriage. And this guy shared the post and he was like, this really gave me something to think about. And I was like, mm, okay. We are changing lives. Okay. That here. was so cool. Yes. Yeah. Now, one thing I didn't mention in the episode and, you know, you record content and then later you listen to it and you're like, oh, shit, I forgot this part. The one thing I wanted to add to that episode is talking about the grieving. Is that the word I'm looking for? The grieving process that we have for our lost or miscarried child. And yeah. so we actually had, it was like a low-key ceremony mm -hmm. that allowed us to, my husband and I, that allows us to have closure from the experience. That yeah. was something that people recommended. And so it was just more like, you know, just it could be whatever you want it to be, but I I did a lot of smudging and burnt some sage and mm -hmm. some white sage in the house and also just like prayed and spoke to the child and even I just getting more spiritual and like tapping into um my connection with my ancestors and things of that nature. So that was really healing for me too to like actually do a physical act and ritual to my body already went through the process, but also in the physical, I wanted to give myself space to to have that closure. This season has been a lot for you, mm, personally, girl, right? right? Yeah, girl, it has. Goddamn. When we really <laughs> think about it, like, yeah. this season really has. This year in general has been something else. I was actually meditating the other night, and I was just like, I put on this, you know, oh, I got to be strong because... I mean, to a certain degree, I kind of do got to be strong. I still have a job to do. I still have things to do. But I kind of just, I was like in my little meditation space and I just cried. And I was like, this has been very hard. This year has been so hard for me. I think about the relationships in my life that have changed. I think about my grandmother. I think about the miscarriage. And I'm just like, damn, I'm human. And it's not easy. Yeah. You know, it's not easy at all. But I am, let me just tell you, Dom, I am so hopeful and I am so optimistic. And it might be... I don't know what it is that contributes to that, but I am like declaring that even now things are changing for the better, but 2020, I know is going to be a magical year. It will. And I feel like we got to start claiming that right now. Like I declare that that is the year that everything is going to change and the things that I've struggled with are going to make a lot more sense. And so I just keep telling myself that 
things are changing. Like life is getting better and everything's working out for my good. And that's like my personal mantra. But sometimes you just got to sit with stuff and be like, yo, girl, you done been through a lot. God damn. This has been rough. It you Sometimes you really do have to sit with it. And that takes us into episode 12 where Ooh. we talk about healing intergenerational t- uh, trauma with Dr. Tama Bryant Davis. Child. Child. Well, let child. me tell you. Mm. Let me tell you. She had so many quotes. Bruh. And if y'all are not following her on Twitter, mm. every single day she has a, a quote that is just like, but that ass. Okay. Like, get your life. Yeah. Like... It's it. I mean, it speaks to me all the time. And her podcast, Homecoming, which she just debuted in July, her podcast, if you think her quotes get you together, her podcast gets you together too. And mm-hmm. not get you together in a way that makes you feel shame, but makes you feel heard and understood. And if you... And lady, if you haven't listened to this episode yet, go back and listen because damn. Yeah, girl. One of my favorite quotes from that episode, and again, there were so many tweetables, like I couldn't even keep up listening, but one of the quotes that really stood out to me was, I can forgive someone and still not hang around them. I can forgive someone who is not sorry, but I can only be reconciled with someone who is authentically, truly repentant and transformed so that I do not continue to be exposed to trauma. And I think sometimes in life we think, oh, it's my mom, it's my dad, it's my cousin, it's my brother, it's my sister. I have to maintain this relationship. No, the fuck you don't. Okay. If that person is causing, if they're causing trauma, if they are contributing to your life in a way that does not allow you to live your best life and to be free and they keep trying to bring you down, it's okay to let them go. And even in our episode with Gurian, we talked about how, you know, her chosen family, the people that she actually organized and orchestrated to be around her has sometimes been more supportive and more influential than her given family. And I am now at that place where I'm like, you know what? I'm reconsidering relationships in my life because I don't do drama. I don't do, you know, constant trauma. If someone's in a place where they don't know how to speak to me in a way that's uh, productive and they're not willing to learn and willing to, you know, change their ways, I'm done. I don't have the capacity to do that anymore. And I don't care who the person is. And so that for me has been a game changer. And I've actually cut some people off after that episode because of the way they were showing up in relationships. Mm. And I mean, she she talked about addiction. She talked about, you know what else touched me from that episode, Dom? She talked about how sometimes someone is showing up in the world because of their wounds. Yes. And so, girl. And so, yes. like, let's say, for instance, I'm going to just give a random example. Let's say, for instance, it's a a loved one right? Let's say you're, it's a loved one that you're working with and they just continue to show up in ways that are not productive, that are harmful and hurtful and harmful. And you have asserted yourself and you have set your boundaries Mm -hmm. and it's still not working because they haven't addressed their wounds. For me, that was the, the biggest takeaway Mm -hmm. is that other people are dealing with their own shit. Yes. And so I can't be mad at how someone is responding. If I've made the changes, mm-hmm. I can't be mad at someone who ha- for how they're responding to me 
especially if I don't know what they're dealing with. That part. And here's the thing that, that really got me down. I've been thinking about this all week. If, okay, let's say it's a parent, right? Let's say it's your dad. If your dad is communicating with you and he's only, only, let's say, graduated from fourth grade, right? Mm -hmm. That's where his communication level mm -hmm. is. But you don't gone on to college and your communication level is on a different space, right? You're just in it. You have a different level of awareness. You have different tools in your communication toolbox. Your and your degree is in speech communication. Okay. And you're trying to talk to him at the fourth grade level. To me, it made me think about my expectations. Sometimes I expect people to show up the way that I show up because I'm working from this degree in speech communications or whatever the analogy is, right? Whereas this person's still in fourth grade. So I can't expect for them to use college or collegiate language when they're still on that level. So it gives me empathy for them, but also it lets me know I can't fuck with you if you're not willing to grow and learn, if you're going to continue to cause me harm and trauma because you're not willing to develop or even hear me out. Right, right. Girl, that episode was powerful. Yeah, yeah. And even if you listen to that episode already, go back and re-listen. Yes. There were so many. As we were doing the editing, mm -hmm. like, I would listen to one. I would listen to it once, and I was like, oh, yeah, I got that. Mm, that's a gem. And then listen to it again and was like, oh, dang, I missed that the first time. Mm -hmm. Like, it, there are so many gems in that episode. And then. Now we bring out the fun. Oh, yes. That takes us to episode 13, where we had sisters Breezy and Bobby on to talk about Free the Cheeks, their inspiring twerk church or twerk movement or class that they host every Saturday. That episode was so fun. I love the fact that it was just like girl talk and just us four women in the same space, just being authentic, being open. We talked about sexuality, sensuality, and just being in our body. And how healing it can be to just be in your body in a way that defies the negative stereotypes and defies like the patriarchy and, and all of those things that make us, that can often make us feel shame. And one of the things that was so cool for me was this was our, uh, no, this was our second time having guests in, in recording live with us, not just like virtually, right? And, but they're sisters. And so watching their dynamic was similar to like watching me with my sisters. Like, like you could see there were a couple of moments where Bobby was like looking at Breezy, like, really, girl? And I could just, I, I know that my sisters and I do things similar. And it was just so cool to like be a part of their energy like that. I'm with you there. It really made, oh, it makes me miss my sisters because they're not close. And I think it's funny when my sisters and I are together, we're like all over each other. We're very touchy feely. And so usually I'm the, the out of my two youngest sisters, um, they're usually, we just do random stuff. They'll just either come up and hug, you know, hug you mm -hmm. or we'll just randomly kiss on the cheek or just like random, like innocent stuff, like grab my butt or, you know what I mean? Like they'll just do little things like that. And I'm looking at her like, girl, if you don't get off my butt, just like random sisterly things. And I think it just displays like our love and our, our care for each other. And I just, it just made me really think about like when my sisters and I get together. I will say one of the funniest parts of that interview <laughs> was when, yo, this was hilarious. When we got to the OU Clatchit segment, right? So you know that we do our OU Clatchit. And that's where we invite our guests to participate in our OU Clatchet segment where we ask questions. And so we asked Breezy and Bobby if they were down for the challenge. And Breezy is the twerk goddess, okay? If you go on her damn Instagram, 
you will get your whole life and she will have you in the mirror twerking that ass, okay? So Breezy, when we asked if she's ready for the OU Clash segment, she was like, yeah, what I got to do? I got to get on the table and twerk? And we were like, no, Breezy, you don't have to do that. And Don was like, well, I don't think our listeners can hear you twerk. And she was like, oh, no, yeah, they can. I can make it clap. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've actually heard it in class. And um, you, she can actually make her ass clap, which is something one day I will get to that place where I can make my thing clap. But she literally was like ready to get up on the table and twerk for y'all. And I that shit took me out. It was hilarious. I thought it was so funny. And it's such a great way for us to kind of end season three, you know, because I think about like all the episodes that we recorded this season. So, and think about all the things, like we said, that you were dealing with personally. And we went in a, in a multitude of different directions, but all things that were relevant and important to all of us. And so as we move into season four, one of the biggest lessons that I took away from this season, whether it was from a particular episode or from just our behind the scenes process, was that you can plan all you want. Life will do what it wants. And how much you let it affect you, that determines your next move. That determines your space. And so that takes us right into our fourth quarter, our season four, that home stretch of 2019. And our topics will have you set up for really trying to make sure that you are living your best life, knowing that it will still be okay if the unexpected happens. That part. But also, let's add on, you got to have your village. Like, that's yes. what I feel like that's what I've learned throughout this whole process is I don't have to be Miss, I'm strong, I, I'm superwoman, I can handle it on my own. If I were to try to handle any of this on my own this past few months, I would have had a nervous breakdown, faux show, okay? Or, girl, it could have been even worse. Like, I, it could have been bad because it was so much. Mm-hmm. So I think tapping into your village in addition to you know, your self-care, but having people around is so key and, and not being afraid to ask for help and, and right. tap into resources is so key. And when it comes to season four, Dom and I have a lot of exciting things up our sleeves. We've talked about doing a live event. We've talked about meeting you in person. So we want to do that, but we got to get to know you. Yeah. I feel like we are, you know, you know us pretty well, but whether we want it, whether we know it or not, like we post content every week. And you know certain words that we always say. You know our vibe. You know our energy. At this point, you know our voices if you listen. You know when Dom's talking. You know when I'm speaking. And so we want to know about you. Like, this is so one-sided, ladies. So you got to be in the comments. You got to head over to Her Space Podcast on Instagram and let us know in the comments, what are you thinking? DM us. We love to get your, your emails and your feedback. We do respond. And also, we're looking at where the most downloads are. And our first event will likely be in the U.S. We're still trying to figure out the logistics, but we need your help. So California is a high spot, like lots of downloads in California. Texas is the next one. We got Pennsylvania and we also have New York, uh, Georgia. I'm sorry. Yeah, Georgia and then Florida. So if you are in these areas, we're going to try to decide on which place we're going to hit up first. I think Illinois is in there. So we got a lot of women in Chicago, it looks like. 
listen, I'm going to need the 504 to come through <laughs> and come on, y'all. Come on. Y'all know I'm always looking for a reason to go home. Okay. Come on. So what we're trying to do is if you continue to share with your people and we get more downloads in a specific state, that'll be the state that we go to for our first live event. We want to meet you in person. We want to see your beautiful face. We want to hear you know, what you think of the podcast. We want to hear what ideas you have for additional content. So we want to get to know you. We have introduced ourselves. We've had, what, 30-something episodes where you've gotten to, you, you, you had a chance to get to know us. We want to get to know you now. So be sure to continue to share and download so that we can track the downloads and see which city we will hit up first because ideally we want to go on a tour in the future, but we got to make sure that there's an audience there. So lady, we appreciate you for tuning in and stay tuned for season four. It's about to get real. Thanks for joining us today in her space. Please note that our show may contain conversations about self-help advice, self-empowerment and mental health. But it is by no means meant to be a substitute for an ongoing formal relationship with a trained mental health provider. If you or someone you know is in need of mental health care, please visit the Therapy for Black Girls directory, Psychology Today, or contact your insurance provider. If you liked what you heard and want to keep the conversation going, connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HerSpacePodcast. Or check out our website at herspacepodcast.com. And before we meet again, repeat after me. I know that everything is working out for my good, even when things don't go as planned. We'll see you next week, lady.